0: we got to go out there, knock on the doors. We've got to hit the telephones and do the phone banking. And this is how we win, because we know that we, the people of the United States, who believe in justice, social justice, economic justice, racial justice, you know, gender justice, that we are the majority. But if we sit at home and don't get out there and do the work, we're going to lose. So this is a, this is a moment. This is our time, our time to act. Yes, we can. Si se puede.
1: Welcome to a How We Win bonus episode. 24 days until the most important election of our lives. Action is the best antidote for anxiety. We all can and should be making a difference right now. Today, we are live from the field at a campus event for frontline congressional candidate Christy Smith in California CA-27. That features Christy, of course, Representative Tony Cardenas, Senator Alex Padilla, and civil rights icon and organizing legend Dolores Huerta. I'm Steve Pearson, and this is How We Win. everybody welcome to a special friday bonus episode drop uh, i'm excited to basically play this live event that i went to last weekend in palmdale california that's in the antelope valley northeast of los angeles uh where christy smith is uh you've heard her before by the way uh, she did a great interview with us um a little while back. I recommend if you didn't hear that one, if you didn't catch her on our show, go back and listen to that. I really want everyone who hasn't been to a campaign event. And for a lot of us, it's been a long time because of the pandemic and everything that we've been able to go out and and be amongst our brothers and our sisters in this fight. And, uh, And it's so energizing. Uh, It was an incredible lineup of speakers, so I want you to hear what they had to say. So we're going to start with uh, an interview with Christy herself, candidate for Congress, CA-27, frontline must-win seat. Here is my interview with Christy Smith. I'm here with uh, Christy Smith, the next congresswoman from CA-27 at her campaign event. Uh, We just had... Our Senator Alex Padilla, we had Dolores Huerta, um, we had my Congressman Cardenas here also. Um, What does it mean to have everyone showing up right now?
2: Um, It's great to have uh, that kind of support here, Uh, and it it doesn't get any better than people who, I mean, Senator Padilla is literally a constituent of this district, and uh, right, and and the neighboring Congressman, and both of whom have done such incredible work in D.C. But to have the great Dolores Huerta here and all of this support. It's because these people fundamentally understand that this community needs and deserves representation that will put their families first. And they don't have that right now. So it's great. We're very happy about the enthusiasm um, around the race. But I'm going to correct you on one thing. We don't take these races for granted. We are in the GOTV phase now. Ballots drop in California. These ballots are not counted yet. And whether it's my race or these red to blue critical seats across the country, we don't want people to rest on their laurels right now. Right? These ballots need to be collected. They need to be voted, right? And um, we need people out there doing the work to do that. So to your listeners, if you can still donate to these critical races, if you can sign up for one phone banking shift, one canvas shift, you could be the difference in any one of these races. But we need to see that enthusiasm. Sometimes these voters aren't going to vote without a little bit of help and assistance and prompting and people there to really discuss the issues with them.
1: Thank you for correcting me, because it's not a done deal yet, and we have a lot of work to do. You uh, missed the mark just by 333 votes last time, and I have, as you know, poured through scenarios for us holding on to the house, right. and uh, it, in, it every scenario includes you flipping this seat. Right. It, it has to happen for us to hold on to the house. Absolutely. Um, so. Uh, What would you, you know, everyone's going to donate. Everyone's going to chip in. And we were so happy that you were on our How We Win Fund too. Um, And You know, what else can people do, whether they're close by or nationally, to help out?
2: Well, we welcome people's activism from all over the country, so if you have been postcarding, then you can certainly text bank for us, right? And if you are willing to get on the phones, we need that support, too, because we're going to be calling people right up until 8pm on Election Day, making sure they've gotten that ballot turned in. We welcome people to do that from wherever they are. Uh, But again, also realizing it's, it's this seat, there are seven other really critical red to blue races in California, very important seats where we want people investing their time and energy and all across the country. So we just stay involved, stay engaged, 30 days to go.
1: Last question, what gives you hope right now?
2: Uh, the young people that I'm talking to, uh, without a doubt. Uh, we've done town halls, we've done events at community colleges, and the fact that uh, they're not giving up on us, so we can't give up on them. We need to leave them a toolkit to be successful going forward, and that means a functioning democracy that serves every voter, and that means protecting rights and freedoms that have been part of the narrative and the history that this country has fought so hard to become. So,
1: Christy Smith, our hopefully next congresswoman from CA27, if we all do the work. Thank you. Thank you. Love Christy. I'm proud to call her a friend, and please do if you haven't pitched in yet for her campaign, she needs the help and uh, and i I meant it when I said there is uh, not a scenario where we hold on to the house without holding on to that seat. It's really it's really true. So uh, another person that we had on the podcast, uh, gosh, it was right when the pandemic first started. And uh, it was Dolores Huerta, civil rights icon. Si se puede. I mean, just incredible. It was a fantastic interview. It's one of my very favorite episodes that we've done. And I was so honored to have her on the show. Um, And we were talking about the importance of canvassing. We didn't, the, the, you know, coronavirus had just started. So we we were hoping that by the summer, it would be gone and we'd be back out there in time for the election. That didn't happen. But um, I did get to catch up with her and talk with her briefly. And I'm excited for you all to hear Dolores Huerta. I'm here with civil rights icon, organizing legend, and all of our heroes, Dolores Huerta, who just spoke and came out to the Christy Smith campaign. It's amazing to see you out here. I think everyone is awestruck every time you're out here. You're still doing it. What, what motivates you to come out here and travel so much and keep doing this?
0: Well, uh, Christy Smith's uh, seat in the Congress is crucial to keeping our democracy. I know that sounds like a lot. But we know that the House of Representatives in our Congress right now, uh, we're, we're in danger of losing it. And because uh, the Republicans are putting in so much money uh, to defeat the Democrats. We know that the U.S. Senate, because they have a lot of idiots that are running for Senate in so many places, that probably the Senate, the Democrats are going to be able to take it. But the House right now is in danger. So we've got a, a like, uh, Chrissy Smith. Uh, we've got, a, like, Rudy Salas down there in the Central Valley and some of our other Democrats uh, to keep the House. It is interesting that the whole nation right now is looking at California and the San Joaquin Valley and the Antelope Valley to save the Congress. I mean, this I know it's a lot of pressure, but this is how important this seat is, okay? So we just wanna say to everybody out there, uh, please, please come and volunteer so that we can get our Democrats elected uh, to, to the Congress.
1: Your, your life's work has been this fight for civil rights, for workers' rights. And um, we've seen in recent years uh, so much a push to go backwards and seeing our rights literally taken away from us with the repeal of Roe. Uh, it, it can be really demoralizing and tough. But also you coined the phrase, si se puede. Yes, we can. Uh, what keeps you optimistic about our future and what's giving you hope right now?
0: Well, I think everything that we're seeing around us, we see our young people that are marching out there uh, against gun violence. Uh, we see, uh, again, people marching against uh, global warming you know, to try to save our planet. Uh, the women have been out there marching because their uh, reproductive rights have been taken away from them uh, by the Supreme Court, the Republican Supreme Court uh, of the United States of America. And uh, we've seen labor unions that are, uh, you know, all of a sudden we see people at Starbucks, people at Amazon, uh, everybody's saying, hey, we need representation. We need a union. So we need representation on the job, but we also need representation on our school boards, our city councils, our board of supervisors, and of course, in the U.S. Congress. Very exciting moment. I have a lot of young people that say to me, I wish I w- would have been born in the 60s, you know, uh, to be part of those movements. Hey, guess what? We are back. Right now, you're we- here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this movement, we're on steroids, okay? <laughs> it's mm-hmm. the 60s on steroids. So Uh, We are in a really critical moment, because we have an awakening, but we also have a reckoning, okay? So this is a time now, in this moment in time, that we can change so many things. But we know that the only way it's going to happen is if all of us commit and become activists, and especially get out there and vote, get your... Family to vote, your neighbors, your relatives, and I like to say even your exes, okay? (laughs) Recruit them to come out and help. We gotta go out there, knock on the doors. We gotta hit the telephones and do the phone banking. And this is how we win, because we know that we, the people of the United States, who believe in justice, social justice, economic justice, racial justice, you know, gender justice, that we are the majority. But if we sit at home and don't get out there and do the work, we're going to lose. So this is a this is a moment. This is our time, our time to act. Yes, we can. Se puede.
1: Dolores Huerta, you are an American hero. I'm always so moved, and it's such a pleasure to see you. Thank you so much for being here.
0: No, you're welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you.
1: 92 years old and still going from campaign event to campaign event, uh, an utter inspiration. Uh, When you say national treasure, you can say it was zero irony for her. She is a national treasure, and um, I wish I had a smidgen of the energy that Dolores Huerta has. Um, all right, so now I just want to play the, the uh, speeches and the campaign event. Uh, start, it starts off with uh, my representative, actually, uh, Tony Cardenas, who is my new representative because of redistricting. And then you'll hear from Alex Padilla. And then you'll hear an amazing, rousing speech, uh, Dolores Huerta, at her best. And then Christy Smith is going to wrap it up and you'll get to know her and uh, she just kills it, knocks it out of the park. I hope you are inspired by this. I hope it makes you want to sign up and go volunteer uh, wherever you are for whatever candidate that is close by you. But here is uh, starting with Representative Tony Cardenas.
3: First, I wanna thank all of you good people for being here and participating in our democracy. Being out in your community, in your Palmdale, your Antelope Valley, making sure that your voice and your vote is felt and heard through your neighbors, for your households, for your community, and ultimately for the country. Because when you send Christy Smith to Washington, D.C. to represent you and your families, you're gonna be sending somebody who knows how to protect everybody's rights. Unlike the person that she's running against who wants to strip half of Americans' rights literally with one fell swoop. That's his record. That's his record. In addition to that, it's important to understand that Christy Smith has always been a public servant. But how did Christy learn how to be such an amazing, loving, caring servant to her community? Well, first and foremost, she's a mom. She raised two amazing young women through elementary school middle school high school college etc they're now young professionals and literally literally making an impact not only here in the United States one of her daughters is actually studying overseas that's the kind of people that she raised people who have guts people who know how to speak up for themselves young lady, young women who know how to own their space and let me tell you let me tell you Christy Smith has earned my support and she has earned your support. Now it's our job to make sure that we knock on those doors and let people know what an amazing dynamic person Christy Smith is. She has heart, she has commitment, whatever she does, wherever she goes, she brings home the resources to make life better for the people she represents when she was a school board member she brought over sixty million dollars to not the biggest school district but sixty million dollars to her district was so much that it transformed her district that's the kind of leader that she is when she goes to Washington she's gonna bring resources and jobs to your community that we've been fighting for for a long long time One of the last things I'm going to say before I introduce the next speaker is Christy Smith, wherever she goes, she makes friends. Why does she make friends? Not for her, but for the community she represents. Because when you are a member of a body of elected officials, like the House of Representatives, 435 people, you have to learn how to work with everybody to bring home what you have been told to bring home for the people you represent regardless of whether they have an R or a D or an I next to their name or what have you, you learn how to work with people, and that's what Christy Smith does. She is a fighter for her community, but also she's a uniter to make sure that she brings home what she needs for all of you. And speaking of a uniter, I just want to give a shout out to somebody that I love as well, Dolores Huerta. Thank you, Dolores, for coming out today and showing your support for all of the wonderful people that you've been fighting for forever. A lot of people think that Dolores Huerta only fought for farm workers. No, 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 no. The laws that Dolores Huerta helped change for this country and actually impacted laws around the world for workers across the board has impacted this world in a way that few people have. So thank you so much for your lifelong commitment, Dolores, and for always, always being there for us for many, many decades. Now, with that, I want to introduce a young man who I met when he was 21 years old. And I didn't know anything about running for office. And somebody was telling me, you should run for the State Assembly, Tony. And I said, no, that's not for me. But somebody convinced me to do it. But I ran into a young man who didn't know much about politics at that moment. But I realized this, this kid has heart. We both grew up in a neighborhood called Pacoima. we would never had somebody from our neighborhood elected to a high office. And so I said, if I run for office, will you run my campaign? Again, I didn't know anything about campaigns and Alex knew like this much about campaigns. And he stood up and shook my hand and said, if you run, I'll run your campaign. So months later, I called him back and I said, hey, I'm going to run after all. Will you run my campaign? True story. First words out of his mouth. I said I would. Didn't I? <laughs> and didn't ask me how much he was going to get paid, didn't ask me, he just said, let's do this. And I said, well, I can't pay you much. MIT engineer, graduated from the Coral Foundation, very prestigious organization, could have made 50, 60, 70, 80 thousand dollars a year, didn't question how much I was going to pay, me, pay him, it was, let's do this. That's who our United States Senator is. Ooh. Our United States Senator, Alex Padilla has been up and down the state making sure that he's there for all of you by supporting people like Christy Smith and communities like yours because we need the best of the best representing us in the House of Representatives so that we can do our work and they say Alex now bring it home United States Senator Alex Padilla. Thank
4: thank you Tony, first things first I'm going to come out of this canopy a little bit because they're not made for uh, six-foot-four senators, apparently. <laughs> uh, hey, round of applause for the machinists, for having us here. But Tony said MIT engineering, I think I could have been a member of the Machinist Union, but uh, life had a you know, different journey for me. Uh, I love GOTV. You know it's not the weekend before the election, but since everybody's getting their ballots, in the mail already. This is TV, and there's nothing like a Saturday morning at a campaign office firing up volunteers. So, a round of applause for all of you for me knocking on doors, making phone calls, text messaging voters. Uh, you know, be- before I have the honor of introducing Christy Smith, uh, let me just say a couple things. First of all, uh, why I'm out here today, because some people say, well, don't you get your own campaign? This is beautiful. It's a win-win. We are in Palm Palmdale, California, baby. And every voter that we turn out for Christy Smith is also going to be a vote for Alex Padilla. So I got some selfish interest in here. But as Tony mentioned, we're doing this up and down the United states in all the frontline districts, all the red to blue districts, because think of what's at stake this November. Think about what's at stake this November. Now, we say this in a lot of elections. We certainly said it in 2020, right, when that previous guy who occupied the Oval Office was up for re-election. But we elected Joe Biden, President of the United States. We knew there was a lot at stake. Think about what's happened since that election. There wasn't just an insurrection in our nation's capital. It wasn't just a violent insurrection in our nation's capital. It was a deadly insurrection in our nation's capital. And to this day there are still far too many people in America who question the results of the last election. Our democracy is on the line. And why does it matter? Not just who's in the Oval Office but who's in the majority in Congress, both in the Senate and in the House. Have you seen the Supreme Court lately? (laughs) Have you seen their extreme decisions? This Dobbs decision that uh, Congressman Cardas referenced for the first time, the Supreme Court of the United States taking away fundamental rights. There's a lot at stake. Elections matter. Results matter. Results have consequences. And so I'm fighting hard, not just because I'm hoping to earn a full six year term in the United States Senate, I want to know that when I go back, I'm going back with strong Democratic majorities in both the Senate yeah. and the House. Yeah. Because there is some good news to show. And I ask about what's happened since that last election, what's happened since the deadly insurrection. Democrats in power have stepped up and delivered. From the darkest days of the COVID-19 pandemic, we put forth the American Rescue Plan now that more than 72% of Californians have shots in arms and COVID numbers are way down. With Democrats in power, we made historic investments in our nation's infrastructure. That's right. Last year with the, the infrastructure bill and this year with the Inflation Reduction Act. It's Democrats, not a single Republican vote. Keep that in mind when you're talking to people. Not a single Republican voter with us to cap health care costs, reduce the cost of prescription drugs, and make historic investments against climate change. Think about that. Now I know these are all big picture items, but all politics is local. What does it mean for this district, I'm a constituent by the way, I'm voting for Christy Smith. What does it mean for us? We've got a little bit of sunshine in the desert. Tremendous opportunities for solar energy. Not just as consumers, but as developers, we can lead the nation and we can lead the world on climate right here in Palmdale. That's what it's about job creation, good union job creation, but we make these infrastructure yeah. investments wisely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we keep coming back to this Dobbs decision because it is so critical. I mean, the right to choose is some, so fundamental, but in addition to that, Supreme Court, the way they reached this job decision put so many of our other fundamental rights into question, in jeopardy, interracial marriage, access to contraception, you know you think you know, we, we need to secure a federal uh, right to vote? We need, absolutely. Then we need to keep our democratic majorities to codify into federal law because the Supreme Court is going in the wrong direction. It's the right to vote. It's the right to choose. It's climate. It's immigration reform. It's everything that we value as Californians that's on the line. And so please, please, please do your part. I know you're you're doing your part because you're here. But every voter you talk to, ask them to do their part. To keep our nation on the track that we're going in by electing Christy Smith as your next member of Congress. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the uh oh oh oh, oh. changing program. Even better. So when people say, well, Are you sure this is gonna be a tough district? There's one who says, Don't talk to me about tough. I've been through tough. You wanna know about tough? How about trying to organize farm workers? who people want to disregard, don't want to see, don't want to value, and by the way, have some violent thugs thrown at us when we're trying to organize, and we're gonna win anyway. Don't talk to me about what's tough. As Congressman Candace mentioned, she's not just been a tremendous labor leader, she's been a tremendous civil rights leader. I've seen her from Washington, D.C. to here, everywhere in between, fighting for everything. I just mentioned voting rights, LGBTQ rights, uh, reproductive rights, if there's a right you care about, She's been fighting for it, ladies and gentlemen. The one, the only, the lotus So
0: we we know that this is an important race when we have our U.S. senator here with us today, Alexandria, and Tony our congressperson. I'm going to do a little secret about that. Okay. Any any teachers in the, in the house here? Okay. And and I I know they're they're, they're going to affirm what I'm going to say. They had a teacher named Alex Reza that really taught them about civil rights, civic engagement, women's rights, et cetera. And uh, not only them, but other great leaders have come out of that area thanks to that teacher, okay? And Alex Reza now lives in Santa Clarita, okay? And so he's gonna be able to to vote for you. Uh, I am here today uh, for representing the Dolores Huerta Action Fund. This is our C4 and I want you all to know that our people have already been walking, okay? In fact, they're walking right now. They're out there right now. And I'm going to ask uh, Emilio Hernandez, are you in the house over here? Could you come over here for a second? I want to introduce you for a second, okay? So Emilio Hernandez has been working with another organization called Grow in Tola, and so they've been on the ground now for several weeks, okay? Not just they today. they didn't start Amino pay. a graduate of UCLA, led the community uh, programs there uh, to get the students to come and to work with nonprofit organizations. And just claim he's also my grandson. <laughs> but he's a great organizer. And uh, we know it's time for Mike Garcia to go. Yeah. And the only reason he won is because of COVID, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Because if COVID would not have been around, we would have been out there walking and make sure he never got into office in the first right. place, right? right. So, so we, we know we know the scene, we know the picture, we know what we have to do, okay? Right. I do want to just share something with you is that when you go to the doors of the Latinos, and some of them are confused on the issue of women's reproductive rights, okay, abortion, we have to say to them this, okay, give them this message. I'm gonna say this in Spanish, but I'll translate it into English. A great Mexican president, Benito Juarez said this, respecting other people's rights is peace, okay? El respeto al derecho ajeno es la paz. I have 11 children. Wow. I don't know how many people here want to have 11 kids. Anybody in my room here? Yeah, <laughs> his mom did, good. <laughs> so, But my daughter Juanita, she has dogs and cats instead. Okay, so this is what we have to say to people. Respecting a woman's reproductive rights, a woman's right to abortion, that is her human right. If, if somebody loves somebody, lives with, or wants to marry somebody of their own sex, that is their human right, okay? Make, okay, just tell them that, and tell them no religious leader, no political leader can tell you how to vote. And these Latinos do not vote against your own self-interest, okay? we got to vote for Chrissy because she's be going to be out there to help us. Mike Garcia is not going to help us, no, because he, he's, he's a MAGA guy, he's a MAGA guy. Now, I know it was said earlier, we know there's a lot of MAGA idiots running for the Senate, the U.S. Senate, right? Yeah. So they're saying, okay, it looks like the the Democrats who might take the Senate. But we know that the House is in danger. And that is so why it is so important that we elect Chrissy Smith. And we know that we're the ones that can do it. But so all of us have to, and I want to say this, recruit somebody to help. Each one of us, we know. Right now, think about five people that you can recruit between now and the election. About five people you can recruit to come and help. Uh, to walk or to phone back if they if they can't walk, okay. Think of your neighbors, your relatives, your friends, your exes.
3: All, all of us, all of us have exes, okay?
0: Yeah, all of us have exes. Think of some of them. So I'll forgive you if you walk. I'll forgive you if you walk, okay? <laughs> and that's the way we can get we can get more of our troops together to make it happen. We have a very short period of time to do this, but I know that we can do it. I'm gonna ask you two questions, and I want you, And uh, yeah, I usually ask people to stand up, a lot of y'all are already standing up. And uh, Okay, two, que- two questions. Number one, we know that voting is the foundation of our democracy. So it's not just about electing Chrissy and Alex and Tony, it's about saving our democracy, right? Two questions I'm gonna ask you, okay? First one is, who's got the power? I want to say, we've got the power. What kind of power? Voting power, let's go. Who's got the power? We got the power. What kind of power? Voting power. Uh, are we gonna go out there and get, get Christy Smith elected? Now yeah. okay, let's go here. Okay, Thank you, and now let's bring up the great Christie Smith! Uh, organizer Ruth Sanchez couldn't be here today because she's running, she's running the food bank, okay? But she's been working every day for you, Chrissy. you know that. And she is amazing, and you are amazing. If I am only half
2: as interesting as Dolores Huerta in my entire lifetime, I will be blessed. Um, first of all, I am so grateful to our special guests and to my co-candidate, Juan Carrillo for being here today. The difference between who we are and who the Republicans are couldn't be more clear. Everything that was talked about is how we deliver as activists and as a Democratic Party for people. Congressman Cardenas gets here, the first thing he asks, what does your community need? What does this region need? And how are we gonna be able to help you in the House to get that? Senator Padilla knows this, he's served the San Fernando Valley, the city of Los Angeles, and now all of us in the state of California, and he is serious. He got to (laughs) D.C. unexpectedly, kind of like, oh, surprise, you're a senator now, and immediately got to work at a time when the country needed a staunch defense of not only our democratic institutions, but our individual liberties and freedoms and the right to exist, as we love doing here in California, which is steadfast devotees to the notion that every person is created equal, and if we're going to honor the future of our Constitution, it means we help it to grow, not roll it back to where we were 200 years ago. And you know, public service has the word service in it. That's what all of these individuals do. Dolores and her foundation, not the political arm, but her actual foundation has been here in this community directly serving people for years now with food when they needed food assistance. And believe me, during the COVID crisis, that was so many families in the Antelope Valley who needed food. And a weekly delivery meant that they made it through with their family to the next week. It also has meant through her organization that our unhoused neighbors are able to exercise their right to vote because there are activists affiliated with her, with Ruth Sanchez, who is just phenomenal, who went out into the desert to find people where they've been marginalized and made sure that voting machines were brought to them. That's democracy. Meeting people where they are, meeting communities where they are, and delivering. Which brings me to the next thing. God bless Garcia and the Republican Party for not being so great at this job in this kind of cycle. Because their latest attack ad against me, most of which is complete and utter garbage and not true, but their tagline is, Christy Smith gets what she wants. (laughs) Damn right I do. And that was $60 million of investment in my school district. That was over a million dollars for career and vocational training at my local community college. That was funding a free health clinic. That was funding a senior center. What has Mike Garcia done that has delivered a darn thing to this community? Nothing! Nothing! And he wants to be performatively centrist now, as if we have not noticed that since January 6th he has been a cheerleader in the MAGA movement, that he has worked actively to take away the rights not only to vote, but to decide one's reproductive destiny and freedom, and when and how they're going to choose to live their lives. Voting against the rights of union workers to collectively bargain to hold on to their benefits to have pay that helps them sustain what is happening now with global inflation. He's not on the side of the people. Mike is on the side of protecting a power base that is losing to greater movements like ours where we are investing in equity and community. Mike's gotta go. Thanks for keeping the seat warm, brother. So, the work that you are doing here today is the single most critically important work and at some point after I'm elected, we're going to have a long, important conversation about campaign finance reform because for candidates like me, we don't take corporate money. I am relying on small individual donors which made us one of the top fundraising campaigns in the last quarter because people are stepping up for democracy. But the only way we defeat their lies and misinformation is at people's doors with an earnest conversation about what the differences are and what the truth is about what I've delivered and where he's failed this community. So the work you are doing today helps us close that 333 vote margin from last cycle that kept me out of that seat that kept us from delivering for this community, that kept people outside the door because he doesn't welcome anybody in to have conversations. It's, I'm the congressman, and if I have time for you, I'll let you know. No, that's not how we're going to run things anymore. And you need to let people know that. The way that I have always approached community service is that everybody gets a seat at the table. And that's going to be our decline to state voters and our Republican voters who are, believe it or not, inclined to be with us this time. There's a whole lot of GOP members out there who have no interest in overturning the United States government and giving up the peaceful transition of power that this country has been known for for two centuries. They're not having it and they're not buying it. And our decline to state voters who really it's about their bottom line, maybe they're a senior and they want to know that five years out their Medicare and their Social Security are going to be protected. Maybe they're gonna be the ones who benefit from the fact that we can now negotiate prescription drug prices to help people make their monthly expenses. That we're capping the cost of insulin so that people don't have to choose between food and medicine. These are real life choices that people now, I think, really understand because it's been brought into stark relief. So you showing up at the door to make that point to them and to encourage them to use their vote and this is the most important thing. You're probably going to hear about some of the negative ads against me. Raise this question. If your vote wasn't worth anything, why are they spending millions of dollars trying to tell you how to use it? Right? We want people to think about that. Why are they trying to convince you of that? Because they want people to stay home. That's what those negative ads are about. So make the point encourage people, tell them we're gonna come back again, we're gonna visit, if we have, if we notice they haven't turned in their ballot, we're gonna give them a call. Let them know as soon as you turn that ballot in, we leave you alone. <laughs> that is the benefit of being an early voter these days. And uh, again, I'm just incredibly grateful for all of you for the work that you continue to do for this campaign in helping us uplift the mission of Democrats continuing to deliver to support President Biden and his aggressive, ambitious agenda. And looking forward to a better American future. So, thank you all so much. Appreciate
3: it. Oh my gosh! Fantastic job, Christy.
1: I hope you enjoyed listening to that. I sure enjoyed being there. I highly recommend going out there, knocking on some doors, getting together with with our people. We have to do it. We must do it. And this is How We Win. Uh, We win when we all get involved. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at hello at howwewinpod.com. Or you can tweet to us. I'm at BluesboySteve and, of course, at HowWeWinPod.com. Uh, Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple wherever you get your pods. Share this with your friends and family. Bring them out canvassing with you, too. Get them involved. There is always work to do. So we will be back here with some more next Wednesday.